Welcome to The Bench, a space for conversations that help us uncover our truest self. No masks, no judgment, just love. My name's Rob, and I'm joined today by myself. Uh, it's Easter Sunday, and I thought today I would do something a little bit different, uh, and just kind of talk about how we can use the story of Easter and the crucifixion and the resurrection on our own personal journey, and how we can use it as a as a uh, tool or a method to to uncover our truest self. And so for those who who don't know or who haven't read the Bible or um, you know know much about the story of Easter, it's the day in which Christ rises from the grave. Right? He's crucified on the cross on Friday, and three days later, he rises from the grave. Uh, or they go to the tomb, and he's and he's missing. And it's it's kind of this this massive culminating event, uh, as he says. It's the, like the will of God. It's the will of the prophets. It's the, you know, the way things had to be that he had to be killed on the cross. Uh, and it's, and in, in the literal sense, uh, it's showing us that in, in losing this body, he then resurrects to the Christ, right? Into the spirit. Um, and then whoever believes in him should you know, in this, in the next life can attain to heaven. But I, I wonder if it could be even more practical than that. You know, if there's, if there's a deeper teaching in what Jesus was sharing, because certainly the lesson can't be to die and then go to heaven. Um, at least not for me. If we're here, then we're here and you know how do we live this life the best that we can how do we live this life in alignment with the spirit how do we live this life and achieve heaven on earth uh, allowing thy will to be done right? all of those so i want to talk a little bit about the story uh, from kind of a mystic perspective and i want to begin first in the garden so after the last supper and after Jesus has had his meal with his disciples before he's been captured. They go to the garden, him and him and uh, I think Simon and Peter and maybe a couple others, they go, go to this garden. And Jesus knows what's about to happen. He knows that the crucifixion is coming. He knows that he's about to die or his body is about to die. Uh, and he goes into the garden to pray. And as it said in Matthew 26, 39, Oh, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. He goes back and returns to his disciples, finds them sleeping, and then goes back to pray again. And again, he says, Oh, my father, if this cup may not pass away from me, except I drink it, thy will be done. And then it says a third time he went and prayed the same thing. And we see this very real human moment in that the part of him that knows it's going to die, the ego, the mind, the body, it's saying, hey, man, like, if there's another way, can I go that way? 
Like if I, if you can take this from me, can you can you take it? I'd like to go left. I know you want me to go right, but if if there's any way I can go left, can can we maybe go that direction? Uh, and in the end, there's an acceptance of it, right? If the, if you know if you will it, I'll take it. But there's not a com- there's not a complete acceptance or or surrender, you know. And the, there's a there's a not not to say that there's there's like a there's a collaboration almost, right? It's not just one sided. There is a collaboration. There is an ability to ask for what we want on this journey. And I think there's also like there's fear here, right? I think we see Jesus exhibiting moments of fear, of I like I know this is Thy will, and I'll drink this cup if it, if if this is how it's supposed to pass. But if you can take this cup from me, take it. I don't want it. Yeah. And I think that's a very real thing to feel on this journey because there is this, you know, as we, as we go to crucify, as we go to this crucifixion, there is this death that is happening. Um, you know, and, and in our own little literal journey, there are these things that are going to fall away. There are these attachments that we're going to let go of. There are these images of ourselves or others that we're going to need to let fall away. Um, and that's scary. That's new. That's, uh, it feels like death. You know, it feels like, hey, like, take this from me. I don't want this. Um, but ultimately, there is that acceptance of it. Ultimately, it is, hey, this is just what the path is. You know, as, as I like to say, we can't steer, we can steer the boat, but we can't steer the water. You know, and we can, you know, what Jesus is doing in this moment in the garden is he's trying to steer the thing left and he's saying, hey, can we take it left? And the water is just like, no, you're going right. And in the end, there's that acceptance of it. But we see even again when Jesus is on the cross and he's being crucified. And, and just before his death, in Mark 15, 34, he says, and it, it says, and at the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice saying, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which is to say, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And Jesus cried with a loud voice and gave up the ghost. The last words that he said, the last thing that this body of of Jesus said was, my God, my God, why have thou forsaken me? Because the body is dying and the mind is dying and these things of the earth return to the earth. And it feels like forsakenness. Uh, but in that last breath, we then get the message. You know? we, get the, we get the truth, and that is the resurrection. That is that, the, that it, it's not the, that the spirit lives. You know? When they go to the tomb three days later, and they walk in, and they, and they see the stone rolled away, and they see uh, the guy sitting on the tomb, and the angel sitting in the tomb, and and they're scared. And he says to them, why seek ye the living amongst the dead? Why seek ye the living amongst the dead? And this is the ultimate lesson in the crucifixion, is that in, in allowing his body to be crucified, in allowing his body to die, the spirit in, in the Christ conscious is, in, is then uh, resurrected. And it's living. And it is an example to the disciples and to everybody that, Here's the story. 
that the body dies, the spirit lives. Why seek ye the living amongst the dead? And in our own life, the lesson for me is that we can continuously crucify and let go and allow to fall away the things that no longer serve us, um, that will ultimately die in the end. You know, everything out here, everything that we can grab, everything that we can touch, as Ram Das likes to say, is an ice cream cone that will always melt. The ice cream cone always melts. Uh, but when we start to look inward, when we start to touch that spirit, when we start to find that, that living essence that lives, whether in this body or not, that's when we start to find life. That's when we start to find heaven. That's when we start to find God. Um, and that's when we start to align ourselves with our, our truest being, you know, and then it's, and then it really does become, you know, not my will, but thou. But there's some consultation, you know, there's some, there's some collaboration on it. And I think, you know, the, the whole story, the whole resurrection and the crucifixion is this big culminating moment. I mean, it is, it is like Jesus's ultimate teaching, right? It is everything that he's done, everything, all the stories of the Bible, all the healing stories, all the ministries, all of that leads up to this moment where Jesus is put on the cross and crucified and then the resurrection and the, and the, you know, and the life and the belief that, that the spirit lives on. And I find something interesting in, in his final prayer. Uh, and I don't know if this was in the garden or before, because sometimes the uh, different books have different ways of talking about things, but this is from the prayer that he says in John 17, 11. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world. And I come to thee, Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are one, or as we are. And if that's the prayer that he had in these moments before he knew he was about to die, that they may be one as we are, then I think the resurrection and the crucifixion is the culminating teaching of how to do that. Why seek ye the living amongst the dead? Why seek our spirit and our essence and who we are and who we're supposed to be amongst the things that will ultimately die in our body, in our mind, in the things outside? And why not seek it in here where the spirit ultimately lives? And we're going to close with a practice. Um, I'll invite you to do it with me uh, where we're, tapping into the crucifixion and the resurrection in each breath, in each moment. And on the out breath, we're crucifying and letting go and allowing the things that no longer serve us to fall away. And on the in breath, we're resurrecting and we're rising and we're, we're coming back into the body. We're coming back into the spirit. And then again, on the out breath, crucifying and letting it go and falling away. And then on the in breath, rising and resurrecting again. 
And if you'd like to attach um, sort of a mantra or a wazifa practice to it, and, um, in Sufi tradition, we, we use uh, baka and, and fana. And baka is kind of this subsistence. And you can think of resurrecting, kind of breathing in, breathing in life, you know, breathing in, in all that is. Uh, and then fana on the outbreath, uh, this annihilation and, and this kind of, yeah, letting go and falling into and, uh, and then breathing in baka and breathing in life, and resurrection and subsistence, and then breathing out fana, annihilation. Uh, and we'll do this 33 times. Um, you don't have to count. I'll count. Um, and then we'll close with three breaths together. Um, yeah, just breathing. Out. You don't have to say anything out loud as you when we practice, um, but just in your mind, you can kind of imagine baka on the in-breath and fana on the out-breath. We'll begin.
close with three breaths together. Inhaling light. Exhaling light. Inhaling. Exhale. Inhale. And exhale. As you continue to go about your day, keep in mind that question of why seek ye the living amongst the dead? And can we remember that as Jesus taught in the crucifixion, it is only the body that dies, not the spirit? And if we can connect with that and align with that while we're still living, Ooh, mm. what a beautiful thing that would be. Thanks so much for joining me on the bench. To keep the conversation going, send me an email, rob at playexplorelove.com. I'm here to talk if you need. No masks, no judgment, just love. If you enjoy the show, share it with a friend. Maybe they'll enjoy it too. For those looking for additional content, and videos of these conversations, search Play Explore Love on YouTube or Instagram. For those looking for a practice to help them uncover their truest self and a community to help them live it out, visit us at playexplorelove.com. I hope you all have a wonderful day, and remember that you are love, and you are light, and you are meant to shine bright. Mm-hmm.